go touch grass and tell us a story about what you learned. If you'd like to uh, follow along in your booklet. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Yeah. 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 Yes. This is big. Take you a nap. That's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. Most likely I'm feeling that side effect. And I want to thank you for joining on a Friday night. We're feeling all right because it's Bulls with Buds, a live episode, special time, special channel. And we have a special guest joining us tonight uh, for episode 211 here on December 9th, 2022. I'm Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us for the first time in the bowl, it's Effortless. Partisan Night Slut. Yes, the Partisan Night Slut. That's me. Well, welcome, sir. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. It's, it's the first podcast I've ever been on. Oh, popping the pod cherry. Yep. Oh, shit. Nice. Yep. Awesome. Oh. I like that. Whoa. <laughs> Little baby echo Even in the, the background The baby got there. excited on that one. Uh, yeah, cool. Excellent. So, yeah, um, I, I, I hope you have a plan, because I don't. A plan. <laughs> Oh, this is the bowl. We have no plans. No, I I got a little page of notes here that uh, that we can go through. But I had some yeah. I had some uh, excitement because uh, I know we've been wanting to do this for a, a little while, and we were all set. We were all set and ready to do it last Friday night, and then uh, this little nugget came along and to postpone it. So I appreciate you uh, working with us on that. Well, shift and everything. Like, is there a better reason to be bumped from a podcast? <laughs> I can't think <laughs> of it. Seriously, I was preempted by a baby. <laughs> baby. Uh, bumped by a baby. Yeah. That's the TV show they didn't put on in the 90s. Yeah. I'm a baby. <laughs> I didn't even try to get Mr. Man on this time. I was going to try for last week, and he wasn't going to be able to make it, but I, it was just seems so, like, such, so much of a hassle to try and get him motivated when he's not really prepared. But yeah. one time we have to get him and me on because it'll be like our meetup on your show or something. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Man. So you didn't make him come up with an excuse this time around? No, no, and he's probably working. It's a bad time of year to be asking a trucker to be like, hey, can you make yourself available this at is, this time? This is true. It's full yeah. court press for yeah, yeah. shipping, delivery, trucking, all the all the above. Um, speaking of TV shows, when we were talking originally uh, and booking the show, you had turned me on to what the intro music is, which is this... Uh, the littlest hobo. The littlest hobo. You, it's <laughs> it's like a Canadian Rin Tin Tin, yeah. Well, yeah. It's I as I understand it, its roots are actually I think French or something like that. Okay. But it was redone in the 80s, 70s, really or late seventies by a Canadian production company. And so, yeah, that's what that music's from, and that's what I know. I only realized it because as I was looking it up, I was like, they might ask me to explain this song, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so I looked it up, and yeah, it actually has roots, European roots, but it's a retelling uh, through a Canadian late 70s TV production. That's fantastic. So yeah. I, I uh, didn't get 
I didn't find an episode or watch an episode, but I did happen to read the whole uh, wiki that I could find of it. Oh, he's see, he's a he's a problem solving husky. That sort of he's he's a vagabond and he's a drifter and he just goes from town to town and there's always some like town secret that's going on and somehow he susses it out and he solves the problem and he can't talk. It's 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 an amazing thing because it's a lot of what I really hate about Frazier specifically is that dog staring off screen at the handler. Yeah. And he, the dog isn't in the scene at all. The dog's looking at the handler hoping for its treat. Right. So so it's really distracting. I wish I wish Eddie never happened. I love dogs, but I wish Eddie never happened on that <laughs> show. Like, it's excellent. It, yeah, but but uh, but but this other show, this this uh, the Littlest Hope, it's 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 watchable if only for its camp. It it's has that really like super, it's it's what people hated about HDTV before makeup caught back up to it again, and you saw everything. And so, going from American film based television to that really overlit, um, really not really not very saturated video, but it's ultra crisp. It was jarring to the eye as a kid. Huh. So we we were as I said, I think I mentioned it like. We were mortally embarrassed by that show as kids growing up. It's like people gonna know this is the thing. I think we're all like this. Like so, anyhow. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I love the my favorite line from the Wikipedia was plots ranged from simple dog helps person stories to secret agent type adventures. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's only so much you can do with a dog, right? You know, jump in a window, jump out a window. You know, bark. Uh huh. You know, turn your head run like there's only so much he could do with a dog so it got real quick it was really about the human actors sure like the show and it was always oh, like typically bad bad guys like that's what i miss from television now is that all the bad guys on the dramas are celebrated and back then like the bad guys always had like a really bad scar on their face sure they didn't cut their hair or their mustache properly right so you knew they were a bad guy they were just jerks yeah yeah yeah. This miss is something missing from today is that there's no like innocence is like be damned is what television has become. There's like no innocence anymore. Yeah, good luck, it's, good it's luck finding like, uh, innocence again. They might have even erased it from the dictionary just because it might be problematic. You know, there's some innocence around because uh, we were just watching Sonic Boom earlier, and I don't know if you ever seen Sonic Boom. No, but. Uh, of course, what is what could you uh, it, it, like edify me? What is Sonic Boom? So Sonic Boom is like a newer uh, iteration in the Sonic the Hedgehog canon. Okay, so it's a CGI Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. The anime that we grew up with in like I don't know, like late nineties, early aughts anime. I'm not sure exactly when it came out the first iteration, but when the Genesis was popping off, and then they made the anime out. Um, that was kind of more classic anime, like action, serious, uh, shooting missiles, blow them up, stop Dr. Eggman. Sonic Boom is way more just like situational comedy and meme stuff. And, uh, it's, it's like super wholesome and just hilariously written. There's not a lot like it around on TV. It's perfect. You know you know what I do not uh and or yeah I'm not envying the fact that you're at the point in life where you totally have to vet everything that that's on your television and that's on your computer screen now because like oh um, man 
No, they just want to get to your kids so bad. There's so yeah, much that's do. fucking awful, too. Yeah, There's I mean, so I'll, much. I'll tell you a funny story. Like back in the '90s, I had this girlfriend, and uh, we had her dad over for dinner, and he—I uh, guess he divorced her mother. But he was a he was a smart guy. He did like all the sewage planning for the city of Surrey, and I don't know if anybody outside of BC knows what Surrey is, but it's a pretty big part of the Greater Vancouver Regional District. And uh, so he he it was his job to go and do all of the planning on on where all the infrastructure was going, and he'd have to you know he was the city guy, the top of that. So one of the things that he told us was that you don't want to have kids. I'm, this is the most depressing story, Mike. Oh, my God. So anyhow, he says, you don't want to have kids. And I'm like, oh, why is that? He says, well, because, and this is, keep in mind, this is like 1998. He's like, yeah, it's, it's going to be really untenable to raise a kid soon. And I said, oh, yeah, but all we have to do is educate him on computers. And he was like, yeah, yeah, he laughed at me so bad for that. Because apparently I was an idiot for thinking that computers were the answer. And I now know, you mm. know, it's almost 30, 20, 25 years later that, yeah, computers are not the answer. They're a tool, but they're not the answer at all. And the, ki- the computers are going to know how they're going to get your kid every time, every time a phone it's going to be, if you ever get an IoT fridge, it, it, that thing, oh, as soon as they realize you're not it. around you, that thing will be playing shit to your kid on your, on, on the screen, on the, on, on your fridge. It's bad. So I don't know. I have a really rudimentary setup here. I have a, uh, everything's wired. I don't use any wireless and um, I have the one computer and I have a second computer that just sort of, I use as a, it's a hard drive. I'm probably rambling now, but yeah, keep, keep your kid away from the computer, keep your kid away from TV, make him read a book. That's the book, the best you can do now. All about books. Yep. They, they can't hack the book. That's right. But they, they can't can. color in it. <laughs> <laughs> they can indeed. They can color. I've read a lot as a kid. I haven't read since I was like 16. I really don't read except for what I see online, but but it's it's a skill. Like it's funny. It's funny. That's what I do for my job. We can probably segue into my stupid job because it's a weird job. If you told me that that the survey research research industry was interesting, uh, like ten years ago, I'd I'd laughed at you. So what it, uh, what survey company do you work for? I I don't want to do. I don't want to say. Yeah, I don't want to say what it is. But if I. I'd rather people didn't go and f- look it up based on this one clue and then post it on NAS because I would really prefer not that that sure. should be the case. Okay. But it's the largest survey research company in the world. They're everywhere. Okay. So, yeah, um, it's like I don't know. They've really changed. They used to be a lot of more corporate stuff, but what we're doing now is almost exclusively governments, municipal, provincial, uh, federal, um, even cross-border stuff, like when I do stuff for California, it's we, we, we have to dial manually, so I have to type in the number on a stupid keypad on my screen. And, like, there's all these weird things that people don't understand. Like, California is actually pretty protected from surveys. Mm. It's the one good thing you can say about the state is they actually don't want you to get survey. And, and, I, and there's with all survey companies... People think that they can just say, oh, the do not call list is going to apply. I I signed up to the do not call list, but governments use surveys more than anybody. Yeah, that makes sense. 
And for that reason, there is absolutely no restriction. What you have to do, and this is the clue of the week, if you ever get called by a legitimate survey research company, ask to be put on the internal do not call list. That's what we're required by law to maintain. Uh And that works. That works. So don't yell at us. <laughs> Just say, please put me on the do not call us. And you know what? I'm happy to do it. I don't want to do a survey with somebody who doesn't want to do a survey. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. I'm super good at my job. Like you have no idea. Like 10 years ago, I sucked at it. But I'm, I've been, I'm probably one of the oldest, longest running people there now. And I've gotten so good at it that I, I can shit post and do my job at the same time now it's nice. really ridiculous so you yeah. do that from home primarily yeah and and the whole thing about this whole covid shit is um they already had the infrastructure for uh in-house communications and and remote connection down because they had what would they have these at-home interviewers as which what i am and so when covid hit nobody in the company lost a day Nice. Not even a day. We were, I, everybody else, I was watching everybody else fall away like flies. And I was like, holy crap, man. Like if you're in manufacturing, yeah, your job is gone. That's the end of your job mm-hmm. until whatever, what it was cleared up. So, so there's some, it's a, a lot of advantages to working from home, but not everybody's as well suited to it as I am. Like I like, I, I like working unobserved. Like Definitely. I, a, I worked in a paint store once and the guy, uh, my, my boss, Sean, he he said, "Do you know what your ideal job is?" Because I all I did was match colors. I had like I had, I had a gift for that too, but all I did was match colors for commercial uh, gigs all all day long. And my boss said, do "You you know the best job for you is you'd probably want to be in like a dark room there, and then a can of paint comes in on a on a conveyor with some instructions, and then you do it, and then you send it back out on the conveyor." And I was like, "Oh my god, that is my dream job. <laughs> and this is as close to my dream job as I've ever gotten. Is that all I have to do?" is do the bare minimum and then i can i can I, and it's and i'm not monitored like i hated that about working in brick oh and mortar. god yeah just the monitoring all the time where middle management walks by and you have to like tighten your asshole and pretend like you're wiping something down yeah because there's always micromanagers around oh i like i worked in a call center doing somewhat what i'm doing like at least then people wanted to talk to you because they needed to fix their computer right sure, like, fix yeah. my internet connection or whatever the thing was but even then, I had like the dream gig in, in, in a call center, a nighttime gig for an HP line that was no longer supported. And the only people calling up probably um, were people that had been gifted this stupid business machine and it was out of warranty. And you had to either uh, get a credit card number out of them to try and fix the problem or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tell them sorry. And just about like 99.9% of the people said, oh, I don't want to give you my credit card number. I'm not, I don't want to fix this that bad. No doubt. But there was this one kid, I, um, a black kid from, I guess he's Chicago or something like that. But he was going around all the hospitals and shit like that, going through their dumpsters and pulling out all these machines. And I had nothing to do. Like, keep in mind, I'm eight hours and you get two calls and they were both out of warranty, right? So right. I would just teach this kid. I was like, oh, here, you need the drivers. The drivers are on this, da-da-da. And, I, oh, man, Jeff, his name was? Oh, man, I missed that kid, man. It was still the only thing that kept me sane at that particular day. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Oh, man, I worked at a call center once. It was my least favorite job I've ever had, and I've had a shitload of jobs. But this call center was an in-person, you'd go in call center with a little auto dialer and, like, the old-school green text computers. 
and you're reading a script and it would just be like different clients that you're fundraising for. So it was like a fundraising call center. Oh, you were like basically sales. Yeah. It was like the inner circle of hell telemarketer job where you're like, yeah, it was, it was 2008. I was like a freshman in college. It was, uh, you know, they had shit all over campus and so come get a job. You can make all this money, blah, blah, blah. I worked there for like maybe three weeks before I was like, wow, I'd probably rather jump off of a roof. Yeah, that's, keep doing this. that's not my favorite sort of thing to do. Like what I'm doing now is calling you at dinner and and annoying you. But there's a survey on the end that the other end that you might be interested in sure. like, having an opinion on. Like and with the municipal stuff, like it's not hard to get, the, you know, to get people to do those because they a lot of there's a lot of wonks out there at the municipal level that really love that stuff. And and for the computer stuff, like that, at least you're doing something. I don't want to do sales. Like I was on doing a survey one night with this lady, and it turns out she was the owner of a like one of the biggest logistics companies in in Ontario. And at the end of things, she's like, yeah, "That's really impressive. I, you, I I want to offer you a job." And I was like, "Oh well, you know, it's probably pretty gauche to like say, uh, tell me more while I'm on the phone of my <laughs> right, right." So it's I said, "Maybe Sorry. monitored for yeah. quality assurance so, purposes." So I never knew what would have happened with that. I you know because I I do think it would have been gauche. You don't do that. But she was ready to offer me a sales job and relocation and everything based on a stupid survey that I'd done with her. Wow. Fantastic. You must be good. You must be damn good then. Well, you know what? I'm lately, I'm fairly robotic because I'm doing this workers' comp thing. Oh, Mm. man. I'm not kidding you. Sad sacks with bad backs is not a good gig. (laughs) Oh, I'm not kidding you. First of all, there's lots of people who really are grateful for the, the service that they get from the local board. And then there's other ones that are just like, you can tell why they've had such a bad time because... They, I don't think they are. Like, I think I can tell. I think I could diagnose them in 25 minutes when I'm doing a survey with them. And I'm like, yeah, this person probably has other reasons why they're not getting the service that they've desired. It's because they're difficult and, and whatnot. But it's not my favorite gig. My favorite gig was working in, uh, an oil company gig into the States. Ooh. And, it, oh, well, it was a long survey that you really didn't want to get started on because it gets really repetitious and it it gets really long. Oh, it's so long. And so, if it's if it's a dry thing about um, about business and com- commerce and 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 oil tangentially, but it was for an oil company. And the thing about it was, we were looking for two things. I can't remember. The informed observer was one, and then the other one was opinion leaders. And so, those were the two classes based on like basically three minutes of like qualifier questions. If somebody qualified, you'd go into like a thirty-minute survey oh oh, God, about, about business and and about news. And do you remember seeing this ad? Do you remember seeing that ad? Da, da, da. But the best part about it was you, um, they qu- eventually quit informed observers, which were like people who watched the news. Okay, that was just like plebs like you and me. Sure. We, we could be informed observers as long as we answered those questions in the intro, right? 
And then, but the ones, the opinion leaders, I'm not kidding you, man. We were, I was talking like CEOs and, and crap like that. That's who was qualifying for it. Sure. At the end, because they cut out the informed and servers and they were the most polite. They were the most civil. They would let you finish speaking. Oh my God. <laughs> they were the most, honestly, it was the most pleasant experience I've ever had was working with, with educated people talking about things that they were interested in. It was, it was, it's pleasant. Anyhow, I'll let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, that beats the hell out of the call center I worked at. It was like the um, political fundraising. And, and sometimes we did like, uh, oh, leak for the blind. and But mostly it was, mostly it went like this. Uh, Hello, Francis. What do you want? This is Spencer from Columbia. I'm calling on behalf of the Democratic National Campaign Committee. And we're trying to raise money for Barack Obama and the Democrats in Congress to be able to pass the health care legislation so that we can get affordable health care. Ah, my health care sucks. I can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. That's why we need your help. Can we get a, can we count on you for a credit card number today? We're looking for a $99 donation because we only got 99 days to pass this bill. No, I'm not giving you $99. All right. How about $45 for... Yeah, it it was just uh, oh, so fucking soul sucking, and everyone would, would of they, course hang up. What on would you, you get paid for that? Do you get paid per per unit, or is it a wage? You get a commission off of the uh, calls you get. You have a quota you're trying to hit, a weekly quota. There is so like what a would, bare what would minimum. Your quota, shit. What would your quota be? I don't really remember. Like I said, it was there for like maybe three, maybe four weeks. See, at mine, we have these metrics. You have a, it completes. So if you get somebody to the end, and not every survey has the same point of completion, but most of them are the end. So mm-hmm. if you get somebody to the end, that's a complete. Um, you can get a stop, which is somebody's, you know, sausages are on fire on the stove and we have to continue this another time. Sure. Right? And then there's a quit. And so quits you want to try and stay away from. Right. Um, the stops are ideal because if you get somebody else's stop and they've done like 75% of the work, if you finish that last 25%, you get the complete anyhow. But you're supposed to, you have to get a metric of like 10 um, over 500 hours. So if, you, if your productivity metric is 10 or higher, you'll get like whatever bonus you're going to get at the mm. job. I, I one day I was doing this stupid job, and I was I, like, I, keep in mind, I was I had been really doing terribly for the first two years because I really didn't want to do a survey with anybody, which and and I was afraid that everybody's going to yell at me. That was that was my biggest thing, um, and so uh, as I started to sort of understand what was going on, um, I I got a little more confident. And one at one point, I guess over a two week period, I got every complete, almost every complete of like I don't know, we I think we had thirty people going. And so people, uh, they stopped me and they said, I need you to go into a brief and call us. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go in there and they said, uh, we're just looking at your numbers. And I was like, okay, lay it on me. What do I do now? And they're like, oh, we've never seen this before. And I was like, what? So, like I had a number of 130. And that, that I, didn't, I needed 10 or higher. And it's really hard to keep it at like anything about 20 or higher. Like if, you, if you're good, you could get it 20 or higher. But for some reason, over the course of two weeks, I, I literally got every complete on the project I was on. And 
I got that score. And I don't know what it is about this. It, it's a really stupid job because people don't want to do a survey. Nobody wants to do a survey. Sure. No, but it's a stupid job, but I've gotten really, really good at, at uh, and more confident at talking to people, which is something I was, I've never been good at. Like, I still work from home. It's not like I want to go and live, work in, a, in a, like a retail environment or... No Because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not very well educated, right? Like, my dad pulled me out of school in grade 10. So... Um, Based. <laughs> well, looking back now... I wasn't really doing anything in school. Sure. Um, but I, I, I also looking bad now, I'm like kind of like every other idiot, even if their parent didn't care, the system pushed them through and gave them a, a you know, a, a, a paper diploma or something like that. Right. So whatever. But the, the thing that really changed my life was three months later, he like gave me the boot and I've been on my own since I was like 16 years old. I will never forget the first night I was on my own. And and I was lying there. I had a I had a ten speed bike in this stupid room and board house that I'd found a room in, and I was just shitting my pants. I was like, oh my god! But I, you know what? I think I think the plan was my dad was. I think he was gonna, um, like he expected me to come back and go. Oh, I'm so sorry, and I'll I'll do better. But that's not what happened, and I never really looked back. But I don't really understand how um how. Other people view the world um, academically because I again I have grade ten, so every, I, I don't I don't know what to do with that information other than just sort of sound more articulate than I I can be. That's my whole gag. That's my whole scam. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that seems yeah, to be working just out. Try, for you. try and sound articulate, and I'm not doing a very good job of it right now. Well, I don't know about all that. I smoked so, this weed. I smoked this weed before the show, guys. Sound pretty, sound pretty smart for the ball. Why are you talking like a fag? Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a funny story about me, and it's kind of it's, it's weird looking back. Um, all the well, my my little brother, my sister, and I, we are all really early readers. And so in grade one, and I don't even know why this teacher did it to me, but I knew how to read (laughs) before I even went into grade one. Nice. So she gave me half of the class to read to. Yeah. And I remember these kids just glaring at me. And it was was a formative moment. I was like, I'm never doing this. I'm never Mm -hmm. stepping out of line ever again. I used to do that. Same grade one, my uh, my first grade teacher, because here in the States we call it first grade. uh, Yeah. She would have me do half of the class when it came to the math checking and checking oh. everybody's like addition and subtraction problems. I was never asked for my math skills around the world, around the room, which made that, me, it makes me feel weird. You know, are you like, good at? Are, do you like math? Are you good at math? I used to love it. Um, I don't really give a fuck about it anymore. Um, oh, I, I've never had an affinity for it. I, the only thing I'm good at is, and I'll tell you, I went to go to do CIS studies at, at uh, the local university of the Fraser Valley. And I did not, again, I had my grade 10, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to try and test in. I can't believe I did it too. I had to try and test in to uh, see if I had to, uh, if I had at least the bare minimum math skills to to enter the course because I didn't have any grade 11 or grade 12, right? I didn't have a diploma. Yeah. And I am not kidding you, man. That, that it was a, it's a stupid test because they gave me like this, this uh, multiple choice with four options. And I don't even know how I did it every time, but I reverse engineered like the answer from all four answers. I reverse engineered what the answer was supposed to be somehow. 
Yeah. And I got and I needed to get eighty five percent and I got eighty five percent. But Beautiful. I tell you, I did not know what any of those questions meant. Skin and of the it teeth. Really caused like, a pro- well, it really caused a problem. It really caused a problem. Definitely not D. I'm pretty sure it's B. We'll go with B. It's not a good it's not a good scam. Um, it, I it, like I got in, but as soon as I got in, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Just overwhelmed. Oh, the math! Uh-huh. Like I remember doing subnetting for networking. Oh, sorry. Do you know subnetting? I don't. I'm. Oh god, look up subnetting sometime. It's a friggin' nightmare. Okay, I'm shit say, at networking. So you know, I know. Well, you know, you're one nine two dot one six eight dot one dot one. Sure. Okay. Every one of those octets there, I think they're called. I think they're called octets. Okay. Every one of those octets there, the the four subdivisions, represents uh, uh, two hundred fifty-five. So the rightmost sure. represents two hundred and fifty-five hosts on the la- that rightmost. Then the next one is two hundred. Each of those, I, I, it gets a little math. I, I, it gets crazy. But anyhow, it's two hundred fifty-five times two hundred fifty-five, and then the third one over is two hundred fifty-five times two hundred. You understand how the as you go right, yeah. Each of those the represents two hundred fifty. Exactly. Yeah. So the like one of the earliest tasks that I think that I remember them asking us to do in class. Oh, I just hated it so much. Was they would tell you that you had a subnet mask of blah. And oh, and I, the, the slash twenty eight. This is gonna make people laugh. All the all the bends are gonna be laughing at me. Yeah, and I was like, oh my fucking god! <laughs> and you had to try and figure out how many hosts were available on this subnet of the network. Oh Christ! Oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna get so heated up on on lit up on there just because. Yeah, no, I failed out my my networking course. I loved uh, math when I was like really young, and then I just in high school, I just stopped. Uh, caring about a lot of that kind of thing and was more uh, I was just like more into trying to put effort into social stuff which never really worked out for me but I like still was like I cared more about that you could just like care more about like your friends and like trying to get a girlfriend and shit like that just never panned out Um, but I never even like I I took uh Geometry, two algebras, and a uh, trigonometry. I want to say. Oh my. Um, but I'm not 100 percent sure now. I I think I might have even skipped trig because it was just like not required for graduation, and I was like, oh well, if it's not required, then fuck it. I don't care. No, math is awful. And I, I like I, I understand I it's really function. didn't want calculus, so I never learned calculus. I, I don't even know like, what that is. I don't even know what any of those are. Uh, no, just, seriously. You you could throw an equation at me and I might oh, yeah. be able to figure it out. I might be able to Google it and yeah. figure it out. But that's the extent of it. And and the, that's what I realized when I was doing these freaking networking courses is I realized that all the answers to these modules were online and I could cheat. And I, I felt so guilty because <laughs> I remember the first time I cheated and I was like, but when they tested me, like I didn't, I couldn't do any of the work. I couldn't, I couldn't Damn. answer any of the questions on the test, right? So after the first semester, I just dropped out. But what I did do really well was, um, because I had done call center work, was one of the ones, I can't even remember the stupid, it was some sort of how to build build a computer and find all the parts and da-da-da-da-da. So it was like a computer basics. I can't remember what the name of the course was, but it was how to pull out an audio card and read the serial number on and how to like how to fix anything on a computer. It was just the, the essential 101 course that you could build on for like hardware. Sure. So because I'd already done that in, in the call center environment, um, that I just 
just aced because it was like, okay, yeah, I just had to show up to class and, you know, fill in the blanks and then just go home again. And the other one that I did, because I just learned how to, you know, I taught myself online basically, was uh, a web design course. So like the first course in that, I just aced as well. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody else was like, how the hell do I want to do it? What about that? I was like, oh, that's easy. Like, and and it's only because I got frustrated with the WYSIWYG. Uh, Oh, yeah. Website builders, like they were stupid. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, I tried to do Dreamweaver at one point, and I, uh, it was like in the mid aughts, and I just yeah, yeah, it and the bloat you get lit out of my that. hair on fire. And what was the other one that people are using? Oh, it's not Word, is it? When you use Word and then you try and export it as an HTML file, oh, and like all this Microsoft bloat. And I code. don't even know that was a thing. Yeah, no, what do I hurts use my now? heart. No Pled Plus Plus is what I use now. Nice. Yep, that's what I uh, teach during the day. Oh, is it? And I do work from home too. That's really nice. Yeah, virtual yeah. environment and each uh, web, uh, full stack web development. Full oh, stack. Drink, development. drink good coffee cheaper. That's what it is. That's what working from home amounted to. And, yeah. and I don't, I don't have to worry about bus fare or, or or gas if you're a driver. But I don't drive. I've never driven. Um, so um, this is about as ideal as it gets for me. I hated. I literally hated. I would wake up at. Two, three in the morning, and just loathe having to get up and go out into the world and yeah. go do things, right? And it's not like I'm a total um, agoraphobe or anything like that. I just didn't like the grind of, and that yes. grindy routine of getting close. Uh, do I have clean socks? And back then, <laughs> I hate honestly, back then, uh, I, I, I you know, worst. I probably didn't have clean socks, right? Yep. So. And I was, I'm, I've always been really bad with money. I've gotten a little better with, with money, but I was always really bad with money. So, yeah, I, 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 I never really, I always looked like I was like barely holding on. Like if I was in a, in a public environment, I'm so much more together now that I'm at home. Like Beautiful. it's so weird. And yeah. the, I, I think that's a huge advantage. I, I, I can understand why people don't want to go in and work for Elon if they got sure. a taste of it. If they get a taste of it, it's hard to give up. No doubt. Um, Wow, we're past, uh, we're like at the 33-minute uh, mark, and I haven't really done the spiel. I always forget the spiel. For folks that might be new to the format of the Bulls with Buds, because it can be confusing at first. Uh, Bulls with Buds is a show that we do sporadically whenever we can get guests in the bowl, uh, like we have Effortless here today. And we just do them whenever we can. And sometimes we reschedule them, and we jump around with them and whatever. But uh, it's our chance just to kind of do like an inter- interview format but it is just another episode of Bull After Bull. Uh, we call them the Bulls with Buds. And so this is episode, oh, uh, what do we say? Bush did 211. 211. Yeah. Bush did 211. 211. Uh, so uh, if you have a question for Effortless, you can always call into the voicemail line. Oh, it's 816-607-3663. Uh, that's the plus one for you Canadians to get into America when you dial. Or actually, we have the same plus one, don't we? We can just yes. dial. Yeah. Uh, Canadians I think, I think. And, and Canadians. Yeah, and, North America's the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But uh, I don't get European dialing. That uh, stuff's weird. Are you Euro dudes? You got a plus one at, to get to the to the Yanks. Uh, 816-607-3663. We'll get you there. Uh, effortless. So every time we have a new bud in the bowl, we always like to do origin story stuff. Yeah. And we like to talk about like how you found uh, us or how we came upon you and also uh for no agenda overlap people which we are kind of how you first got hit in the mouth but i want to start with how i first 
encountered you, which of course was on the notorious No Agenda Social. Um, on that thread? Possibly on one or another hell thread. <laughs> That yeah, thread. I think my thread was subsequent to your th- your the thread that got you in in some sort of controversial um, position. Oh Christ! But which you, one? But you, uh, you <laughs> I well, I don't know what it was, but but I do know that you were alluding to it on the thread that I made, and I was, you know, I'm anybody who knows me knows that I'm like you could set your clock by oh I'm going to complain about the show no agenda <laughs> sure yeah right like because there are times that I do believe that they they deserve some um, some criticism and 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 I'm not on here to do that tonight sure. but I do recall that that was what the thread was I want to apologize to everyone who participated in that thread that John just went through the thread and said okay block 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 ah. block because there were people in that thread who were not saying bad things about the show or John or Adam or anything like that sure. that I that I do believe John um blocked um just in one go, uh-huh. and and I apologize for that. Well, I've, um, I've got a John s- block as well. If you do see me um, going off about the show, just to, if you if nobody comments on it and boosts it or anything like that, that's good because <laughs> uh, just I'm getting it out. Um, I'm not looking for consensus. I'm not looking for to create a mob. I have legitimate criticisms from time to time, and that's all that is. But it it, it has consequences, so I'm going to try and cool it. I'm actually going to try and cool it on posting. I got to 50,000 posts in, in 11 months, which... Um, Mr. Man, you know, brought me back down to earth when he told me it's not such a brag to say that that's one post every 9.6 minutes um, <laughs> over 11 months. Well, right. And I was like, you know, I got to I have to admit, like, are you, if anybody will notice that I'm not really posting that much. And it's because I got across that 50K um, finish line because my first incarnation as Sizzletron, I got to 48,000 K before I rage quit after another show of No Agenda. I remember I, that. Yeah, and I just rage quit. I, I remember I put out a fucking bleh, yep. and then I and then I think I just you killed my count. Man over and then I was just gone. for months. Yeah. And then I went over to John at uh, ITM Slaves, and then within three months I had uh, 25% of that whole server's posts after three months. And then somehow he did something, and I don't blame him at all. Um, but somehow I couldn't, it was really difficult for me to log in and, and I was like, oh, okay, so I'm killing its raspberry Pi. Yeah. Uh, so then I, I realized that, um, when that happened, I went to free, free speech extremist and then they nuked me for, uh, using them as a host, <laughs> which is what, what I do. I mean, I have like 30 gigs or something. I'm approaching 30 oh, gigs on God. this account. Yeah, seriously. Like, like I don't know. I, have, I bring the content, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I got, I, when I, I came back to NAS and I was like, oh, geez, there's this login here. What is, oh, I can log back in again. And it was this account here that I'd somehow created as a backup. Thank God. Very nice. Um, yeah, so that's how I got back on here. And so because I got so close to 50K on Sizzletron before I quit, um, I just wanted to see if I could do it again, if I could get to like 50K, if I could actually get 50K. And I did it in 11 months, and it's exhausting. Good God Almighty. I'm seeing, no, it is exhausting. I'm seeing 52,478 posts, mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe boosts count, though, so that always helps pad the numbers. 
If you can go through do, do and boost, oh yeah, of course, so, yeah, because that's shit. yeah, that's a that's a toot, right? It, yeah, it, it's showing up on your wall. That's right. Yeah, but I assure you, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you're you're a you. booster. If you scroll your timeline, it's mostly your face there, saying shit and posting. Uh, big old media files. Oh yeah. Well, you know <laughs> Shout what? Shout out I, Ariner for hosting and all that shit. Ariner, I know that I'm the reason it used to be 40 megabytes and now it's 15. <laughs> I know that's me. Everybody can hate on me for that, but I understand. I used to post um, a lot more titties. I'd give Ariner money if I if I could get special terms. <laughs> if there I we could are. get if I could get like uh, like a hundred gigs of space and. And he didn't really have to worry about it. Like if 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 he if he needed me to buy him like an external, like I'd have it sent to him. And he's so he... anti taking a single penny. Oh, is he? Because the Cause... moment you take a penny, you have to. Oh, well, people believe this, and I would go back I, to. The I'm not in the business of like refuting it or uh, debating it at all. But yeah. people believe firmly that if you take a single penny, then that starts like this. Uh, need for accounting heavily and like telling on yourself and all this other shit. Oh, so yes, true, true. So what do I do with these sats in that in that vein? Like what do I do with them? Do I throw them at people? You could throw them at people, you could throw them at dogs, you could throw them at children. I think there's like just endless possibilities of like objects or entities to throw them at. The one way so you set up an Albi for the for the folks at home listening. Yeah, I did that. Um, how how was that by the way? It seemed it was to be super pretty easy. It was super easy. Like I sent you the link, and I was just like, "This is what I do now for all the guests who don't, uh, who aren't in any kind of wallet yet or anything." I just say, "All right, go to getalby.com, set an account. Once you have the account, go to getalby.com/node. Scroll all the way to bottom. Tell me what your custom value is. I'll plug it into the feed. Everything yeah. else, I got." Yeah. I mean, I can follow. I can follow walkthrough, right? Like yeah. I've, I had to get people to do that at, mm-hmm. uh, as tech support. So following a walkthrough is no, no. It's dead simple. Also, my job, like, I have to like be available at a certain time, and I have to be ready to perform at a certain time sure. at this stupid job. And so I'm, I'm, I'm well versed at it. I'm well versed at connecting and doing all that sort of stuff. But so I'm not. It might be a bad test. You may want to ask. I don't know who's the dumbest person you could ask. <sighs> You talk to like everybody on NAS, so I'm sure you could. I'm sure you'd probably be the guy to ask. (laughs) I'm gonna say GM Odysseys. Ask him. (laughs) I'll have to write that down. Yeah. Here, hey, can you GM Odysseys? Can you get a Albi wallet set up? Yeah, you should have him on. Um, uh, he's 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 a funny guy, and he's apparently quite handsome. So. Oh, interesting. Yes, he's, he's according he's to. I've seen a picture of him. Oh, he is handsome. Okay. Yeah, right. and All he's right. got a dog. He owns a dog. Proofs. Do you have any pets? Do you have pets? Yeah, I got. Uh, we got three dogs. Yeah, three dogs. And uh, how many chickens now? And eight. Eight. Eight chickens. Eight chickens who are molting, so they're just ugly bitches Ooh. under my deck right now. Oh yeah. wow! They all look like they got. Gremlins. Bonked with a golf club or run over by a lawnmower or something. <laughs> so they're just running around your property. Is that what they do? Uh, yeah, they're confined under, like, in this big run that's under my whole porch. Yep, yep. So I've got, like, a porch that's, like, two feet off the ground, so there's a crawl space. They'll fucking eat anything, am I right? Uh, Like, if it's much. small enough, they'll they'll yeah. eat it. Like, yep. Because, yeah. Because I feed them I, rocks every every once in a while, because they need you that have to. grit in their belly, you know? Yeah, yeah, you yep. have to. Yeah, they'll eat. That, they have a gullet, right? That's right. That's exactly yeah. right, yeah. And then yeah. they grind their shit down with the See, gullet I, and the rocks yeah. in it. It's, chickens are fucking weird, man. I sound smart. I'm not smart, but I sound smart because I know stupid facts like that. Isn't that all being smart is, is sounding smart? Uh, 
well, or knowing yeah, stupid facts? Being able to, you know, hold your own in Trivial Pursuit in the 80s was like a thing. That oh, sure. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I miss ever, Trivial Pursuit. You ever play much Sporkle? You ever, no, I don't. You ever hear tell Sporkle? Game? It's I like a... Uh, I, th- I feel like you would love Sporkle because it's just trivia bullshit mm-hmm. of anything. Like, if you're a sports nut, there's all sports. If you're uh, obscure TVs, there's like 80s TV. There's uh, science, math, all the shit. Anything that you think can think of, there's a Sporkle quiz. It's just a quiz site. And uh, it'll give you like, I don't know, this big list of like, okay, name the top 30 goat producer, goat producing countries on earth. And then there's a little field to type in. And as soon as you type like Brazil and it's a correct answer, it just accepts it. And then you can keep typing. And yeah. it's a fan, like, I've discovered it in college and I always play, but that's like the dumbass trivia shit. I always liked that too. When you earn badges. Oh my God, the badges. I'm, it's all like, about the flair. The badges really uh, get my fucking uh, autistic erection going. Oh, you like that? I see. I just okay, chase the, the badges. Thing. My dad would not let us have a video game system. And keeping in mind, I grew up in the 70s when the Atari, that original Atari brown fake wood console thing came out, and you play tank on it and stuff like that. And, uh, and you know, that had a, a re, uh, re-engineering of Pong on it, but we actually had the original Pong thing. And uh, But years, for years and years, he would not let us have a, a video game system. Um, so he bought us a Commodore 64, and it, and, a, and a tape drive and a manual, and we were we were expected to use that instead of a game system. So I learned how to make a, like a little square go around on the screen and do some rudimentary like uh, tracker type uh, stuff with music. But it was not really uh, it really didn't interest me enough more than it should have. Oh my god! Oh what shit! Was Sorry that? about that. I didn't know that was, was that loud. That was a boost. Was that? that was a boost. That was a sound of sats coming to you. Oh my god! I know. I thought I'd. I thought I'd, I I thought I'd cross some line. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd said something wrong. That's not strike it out. That's strike it in. I should mention oh, uh, we've man. had a couple of boosters. C Brooklyn says hello. He says uh, hello. Uh, C Brooklyn one twelve boosted seven 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 sets from Curio Caster, and he said in the bowl with the slut. Hey. <laughs> And, hey, uh, I'm boring everybody. I'm in the bore. I'm boring people on oh, the bowl tonight. I don't think so. I don't know. You know what? I but when when I first wanted to come on here and I asked you and and I was quite surprised. You said, "Sure, let's do it." Um, (laughs) I I was like, "Oh man, you guys are easy." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So anyhow, I I I was like, I had all these ideas and I thought, well, I could maybe do like an audio gag or something like that. And then Mister Man, I was like. Hey, uh, if you, if we if I go on there, um, uh, I can't go on there, and I can't go on there. Get Samio to go on there, ah, sure, and just say she's me, <laughs> and just play it off deadpan the <laughs> whole time, and read you two in on it. And I wish she had done it oh, because man. that would have been like so Kaufman, Andy Kaufman, no like, doubt. Uh, just to play that off, and just to hear her. Um, very female, non, very unman like voice. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that would have been fun, Sammy. You're going to regret not coming on. No, there's always time. You could have shared the sats. That's true. That's true. You could have. Yeah. Nine 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 came in uh, via fountain from Bully Steed. Bully and Bully said, uh, "What effortless night slut in the bowl." Is that Dame Dame Bully Steed? Dame Bully Steed, indeed. 
Yeah. Indeed the steed. And then finally, that one just now was uh, Mr. Booberry. Oh, Booberry. Uh, if you want to get real technical, I think we have his full, full title. title. Zosobi Booberry, Freak of Hazard, Mothman and the Miniocalypse, and the Horror of Yig. We want to get real technical. And uh, he sent an 8888 from Boo CLI and said, fucking cross this line, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely crossed. Holy shit. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, this is what we do, man. We get off and on track and uh, just bounce all around. But that's the beauty of podcasting 2.0. It's interactive. It's like, you know, people are out there hearing us right now and popping back in with some uh oh we have another boost i it just didn't come through uh in the bowl chat from pfeiffer eleven thousand eight hundred twenty one sets and he said i almost forgot effortless was in the bowl tonight until Holy my crap. fetty timeline went strangely silent itb <laughs> night slut <laughs> nice it, well, yeah, and I apologize. I haven't been keeping up, and I, there is a certain I get a certain amount of depression every year around my birthday um, because it was always report card time, and oh, you no. have to understand in school I'm like smart enough that I never did any homework. Like I was always in trouble for never doing any homework. <laughs> I was the same That's way. That's expensive. Yeah, so. But I would ace tests, right? Yep. Yep. So they yep. would push me forward, right? Yeah. And uh, when oh homework's only 20% of your grade and then 40% quiz is 40% test, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm getting an 80 in this class. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. But so, so yeah, I hated doing any, any work whatsoever. I've lost my train of thought because. Because that's work just, too. My, no, no, and no, fuck no. that. What were we talking about? I smoked this joint. Hey, <laughs> what kind of joint are you smoking over there? It's that vintage blueberry quad A stuff. Okay. I, like, yeah, Lorian liked the picture of it. Jenny yeah, was over. Jenny was over, and the stiff the stuff has got like little drifts of crystals inside it. It's just ridiculous. Fantastic. Yeah, like little drifts. How's the a weed scene up in Canada? I hear is pretty lit these oh, days. Okay, I'm getting off this site, and if you're in Canada, you can get it. Just put WCC into Google, and that'll get you there. It's in Canada. I'm not going to, like, it's a pseudo, I think it's pseudo legal. But yeah. My I'm favorite getting, kind of legal. Well, no, but the thing is, the mailman brings it. So I've learned, because I live in an apartment, I've learned that three ounces won't fit <laughs> in my mailbox. So I have to go down to the shopper's drug mart to pick that up. So I never order more than two ounces at a time. Um, but uh, you can get everything from like a mystery bag, which is like, it used to be 40 bucks, now it's 50 bucks for an ounce. Um, and that's just double A, and it's you never know what it is. It's kind of like the dealer back in the day, and it's like whatever the dealer had, you, that's what you're smoking. So it's a bit like that. But you can get better stuff. You can get like Quad A, which is like 120 an ounce. Mm. And then you can get like this Quad A plus craft strain that's like 250, 300 an ounce. I don't know what the shit that is. Oh. But they're, it's like Snoop, Snoop Dogg stuff. They're blocking my cock. I'm going to have to try later with my VPN. Pretend I'm Canadian. I'm going to have to tunnel through. Oh, I'm geez, sure yeah. they're blocking you'll, you'll me because never I'm a get yank. It. You'll never get it delivered across the board. Oh, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to try to get it delivered. I just want to click but on their yeah, website. WCCannabis.co, I think it is. Mm. I think that's what it is. But I'm not kidding you, man. They have some other hash. They have like 25 kinds of hash on there. They got. I, like, I'm not into concentrates outside of hash. So I don't drink, uh, or I don't drink. <laughs> I don't do any of the, the, the what, what do you call the, the oils or any of that crap. I don't do any of that. I don't do any of the, 
um, I, I dabs. I don't dab. Call it that like, Earl, dog. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't judge people who do, but I just <laughs> hung out with too many people who do, and it was like every twenty minutes they would do another hit, and then they would cough for twenty minutes, and then as soon yeah. as they stopped <laughs> coughing, they would be like, "Oh wow, thank God!" And then they do another hit. <laughs> it is and a your lot threshold, of self No, for that sure. stuff is like the crack of marijuana. That stuff, <laughs> no doubt. Well, yeah, you're, it I is. Mean, you're, you're free base and concentrates. It's- that's what I like happening. is Bud. I like Bud and Hash for the most part. Oh, yeah. Um, but mostly Bud because you get all the carbons and you get that sort of staticky sort of TV feeling going on um, because that's half the jam. I don't want this laser-focused terp that just sort of like – it's like it's satisfying one neuron that's like really receptive to it or, yeah. or that idea. Like I don't want to be – like the reason I never did anything like Coke or anything like that is because I – Two or three times I tried it. Both, all three times, I probably got a rhinovirus, so that's one. Um, but, but it's because I, the whole time I sat there going, am I high? <laughs> am I high? And that's not really a, a good high, as far as I could tell. Um, so the, the, that's the, what I find with the, when you get these, what do you call the distillates? Like the, they're smoking in the carts? Like that shit, oh, has, sure, like, yeah. that doesn't get me high. I don't know, maybe it gets other people. It doesn't get me high. Like I gotta smoke weed with all the carbons, and yeah. I want to smoke some of the plant, and yeah, and I'm, it's I'm, all it's all good. I'm definitely with the boomers on this one. I, I like the pot much better. Yep. Oh, you know what? I sent Adam, or I linked him, and uh, 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 that that, and I should send it to you. I'll do it after the show. Okay. Um, but Tucker Carlson sm- saying smoke weed airy day from this week on the show. Oh shit! <laughs> I need it. Smoke weed airy day. Smoke weed airy day. Yes. Yeah, and he says it like uh, unironically. It's pretty funny. He says smoke airy. weed every day. Yes. I mean, in the original, there's a V in there. So. But he came with the other one, I think, that I gave him. Somebody else pointed the clip out, and then I clipped it, because that's the kind of thing that I do. I have nothing better to do than to take people's media and then abuse it or clip it up or stuff like that. So that and Nano No No I Don't Know, that, that the one that John poo-pooed on the last show, that was mine. Oh. I, know, I know it was mine. John poo-pooed it. I can't, I yeah. can't even believe it. And they went it. with that other one. It's they hard to believe. One. None of this is good. <laughs> He's always so receptive to. You know what? I th- John's reading greatly improved once Adam could not read anymore, ah! and it's just—it's weird. He's just <laughs> out like, of oh, Adam, Adam's a good reader. I'm just gonna let him do it all this time, and he lost his reading chops and his tooth. But, yeah, I'm so good at reading at my job, but you have no idea. And the whole thing is because you want to get through the shit as quick as you can, and and you just you you, you read well. Man, I've been because this new kid, and um, then back to work, I've been totally out of the fucking live loop i'm like i haven't heard of podcasting 2.0 since before they took their break so i think i'm a couple weeks behind now after today um there's some there's some episodes of rare encounter that i really want i really want because uh they had a special episode with carol and blaney i understand uh two nights ago they did a special one with lavish in there that's cool. And uh, I've got to like load these up and catch up on some shit, man. I just feel so behind. No, are you? Do you do this off a phone or is this on a computer that you're listening to these? Oh, uh, we. Uh, so w- when I listen to podcasts, you mean? <laughs> Typically, I will put them either just on my phone, uh, on my oh, the Bluetooth, on or my phone like cranked that? up. No, just like just absolutely turn it on the phone on the shit phone speaker and crank it up, or. Oh. Uh, Sometimes we'll put the show, like, if it's 
if it's no agenda and the follow up and it's a Sunday, sometimes we'll put it on the home theater speaker, just uh, like because the laptop's always plugged into the TV and like that's how we watch any TV is yeah yeah via the laptop. So sometimes I'll throw it on there, but most of the time I'm just like I got it on a phone cranked up on this little dog shit speaker. And yeah, I don't. Like I don't the, have a cell phone, so I do everything on a computer in browser. Nice. And I really, really fear the day that the in browser experience is just going to be deprecated, and they're just if you don't have a phone, you're you don't get to take part. It's going to happen sooner nah, or later. Never. Oh, I swear to God. As, like as some, long as you some, have the raw MP3, I mean, we're 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 streaming well, out with a raw MP3 file. No, but totally I, there's, that's the thing. I can't. I don't know if I can participate in Sats in any meaningful way without a phone. So without the app that sort of ports in, unless there's some interstitial site with your Albi, that allows you to do it. Yes, with your Albi that you set up, there's a Chrome extension involved. If you get the Chrome extension, which works not just in Chrome but any Chromium browser, like I use Brave right now. I'm. Uh, I always hop. I use like a bunch of fucking browsers, but they're all basically Chromium based these days with a couple exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can load that Albi extension in there, and then if you listen on Podverse, uh, mm-hmm. you can hook your Albi wallet up to that, podverse.com. You can also use just the podcast index. If you go to podcastindex.org and listen in, uh, listen to podcasts through there, yeah. you can uh, boost with your Albi wallet using that too. And I'll be honest, I I listened to a couple episodes of this podcast. I have listened to a couple episodes. Jennifer's, most notably, and only because, um, and and I'm glad I I did, is because it quickly um, dissuaded me from doing any gags on the show or anything like that. It was like, okay, no, 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 they just want to talk. So I'm glad I I, I listened and and I found that out because I could have done gags. Nice. Um, But if you just want to talk. Open yeah, to gags, maybe something. Yeah, yeah. Podverse.fm. Uber. A little, me, a little heads up is 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 useful for that. You were going to say something. Uh, Podverse.fm. So earlier I said Podverse.com. It's Podverse.fm. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. want to give the wrong URL. Thank you for the .fm correction. Is still a domain. Uber. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember? I think what, it stands for female. What is it? Was it Waffles.fm? Do you remember that torrent site? Waffles.fm? No. Yes. Or it was a sort of the sister site to what.cd. Do you remember what CD? Mm-mm. Oh my God. They were the best websites. That sounds good. Torrent yeah. sites I'm very uh, into. I like it. Uh, what, I ha- uh, what I have done is I've, uh, I actually have a little walkthrough that I actually have in a notepad file on my computer. And uh, it's uh, basically how to um, use Google translate to go to rootracker.org <laughs> and to use it to do the account setup because you'll never do it in a Russian unless you speak Russian. Um, and then once you've got the account set up, create a bookmark not using the Google Translate and logging in, and then you got to use the site in native Russian. But I'm not kidding you, the Russians have uh, been the most ardent archivers of Western music that you could possibly hope for. Interesting. No, because I think they had a reason to. Like, remember, they would just want blue jeans and rock music back in the in the nineties, sure. in the eighties. So, they've done a really good job of it. And I'm not kidding you. Damn near everything you would ever want to find on there is on there. I found a band with uh, three guys in the band out of the four that I went to high school with on there. Like, that's. That's as obscure That's as crazy. it gets. Yes, you're right. So, like, they archive everything. Rue Tracker, R-U, tracker.org. Go to Google. 
in English and using and and use Google Translate to to do your sign up, and then just go back in native Russian, sign in, and it's use the top search, the bottom search in you won't figure it out in Russian. It's just Google, but use the top search and then scroll down and get your goods. It's so good. Dang, I've got okay. six hundred gigs of music off of there in the last two years. Fantastic. You got the good tips here. Oh, look, I can just click and change it to English, it looks like. Well, and, oh, yeah, worked. Oh, wait, so some where browser. on the screen is that? Where on, what corner of I the screen is that I think this is built on? into my browser, I want to say. I think oh. Brave just has this feature because it detected. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is I do know that Google Translate breaks the search function. Ah, which is why I suggest just once you get used to just using the top search and then doing your search term up in there, like breakbeat or something like that or whatever you okay, want to search. And then you beat. just and then scroll down. It. If if it says it broke the search function. It says uh Sukablet something. I don't know what it says. <laughs> is there search results or <laughs> no it say, says uh yeah, you've broken the search function using some sort of third party translation oh i'm supposed to uh log but in if you I use think it that wants me to log in oh that there is that too yeah. you have to make an account it is a sort of a private tracker i guess you don't have to keep your files hosted once you've done oh they got a so tour just, link yes lovely okay yeah i'll fuck with this no, that is no. Honestly, you will find music on there that you'll be like. I thought the only place I could have found that was like gone five years ago. I find so much stuff on there. Like most of the music that I'm. Hey, I should plug my hashtag Argo Tunes. Do you ever click on Argo Tunes? Argo Tunes. No. Oh, well, dude, I, I'm going to browse 16, this. I have sixteen hundred tracks on Aaron's. Holy Moses! You weren't kidding I, that you used him as a host. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll, I'll recompense. Dude, what, does he want me to send him a bottle of like, of of a nice rum or something? I swear to God, I he will turn down anything you offer oh, him. Damn. It's damn like it. so rough. Because I, you know what? If he doesn't take it, then I won't feel bad. But people if have he were... like threatened to jam money into like the mail slot in his door and all kinds really? of stuff. Because yeah, he's he just... he just says no because he's like, no, I don't want to track it. I don't want to have to account for it. Oh my God! Which which if you don't want to just. But uh, <laughs> I, you didn't hear that here. Um, uh, Rev Cybertrucker slapping us. I don't know why the bowl isn't slap. Uh, the pins aren't getting knocked down because I really need to. Uh, I'm not that interesting. My node. But, I'm really uh, not that interesting. Rev in Cybertrucker hit us with the hundred thousand sats, saying surprise <laughs> boost uh, out of fountain. So we appreciate you, Rev. Yeah, thanks, Rev. Big ball and shit. Thanks, and, Rev. Um, the I did see your boost by the way yesterday uh, on the congrats with the baby, so I appreciate that. We'll uh, read that on the next show as well. Big time boosting, boosting. So we appreciate you, Rev. Um, yeah, this shit's all crazy, man. So what do you? You must have a question about Canada. You must have at least one question about. Canada. I've got several questions about Canada, <laughs> yeah. but one I'm happy question. To represent. Yeah. One question that I have about Canada. It has to do with NAS and uh, other places on the internet where I've met Canadians. So I haven't met a lot of Canadians outside of um, No Agenda Social, specifically in the No Agenda community. There's a lot of Canadians. Like It's a strong uh, section, like a strong mm-hmm. subsection of the fandom. And also interacting quasi, because you never really fucking actually know, but 
on uh, 4chan, there's a lot of Canadians. And I was wondering if you had any theories on the stark, stark contrast between your average uh, 4chan poll Canadian versus your average NAS Canadian, where your average 4chan Canadian is like... Um, Either like just the absolute worst poster, shit poster, uh, lefty kind of apologist, communist person, and your NAS Canadian is like your alt right Pepe meme army, uh, kind of this. Uh, I don't know, what like like are? you're you're a Tucker boy, for instance. All of the Canadians on Nat on No Agenda Social, all the Canadians on NAS are like. Uh, they're they're like r slash uh, the Donald type uh, Trump guys for mm-hmm. for just just to take the absolute base level mm-hmm. description of it. Yeah, and I yeah, know it's exactly like it, it. it goes a little bit deeper than that, and it's not yeah. all about Trump, but it, it it just to simplify it, like what's up with that? Well, I I think that um, and it's probably the origin story for me listening to to Nas is um. Back in the day when the Donald was still on Reddit Mm -hmm. um, and we were just killing it, like we were doing traffic that the rest of the subreddits were just like, oh my God, we have to look at this shit because it was getting pushed up to the top. Right. Right. Yeah. They had to Um, go in there and fix it. Yeah. And that's where I also heard about No Agenda was on the No Agenda subreddit or was also on the Donald subreddit. Somebody sub posted. Sure. Yeah. You know, No Agenda. And so that's where I heard about the show. Um, so yeah, it's because like I think everybody, um, and especially in the early days of NAS that were that that got on here, um, if they were um, Canadian, they probably it's it's probably our entree was through Reddit. Uh, ironically, <laughs> Reddit That's started at all. hilarious because the yeah, Reddit and- the the No Agenda Reddit actually hates No Agenda. Uh, well, the, you know what? There's two of them at one point, and one of them was run by a bad actor, and uh, as I think that's what John would say. R- yeah. Saying. I think yeah, it was and, like the r slash ITM one. Mm-hmm. And then there was one that was normal, and it was like people actually liked the show, and they yeah. would post clips and stuff yep. like that. And I never really... And you know what? I have this weird sort of thing where if I have to keep remembering one or the other, one or the other, I just quit trying. Totally. Like, I, yeah, right? So I just... You Too know, much so effort. I just, well, and yeah. we want to keep it effortless. But don't you hate those kind of things where you have to try and remember one or the other, and both are equally plausible if you turn it around the right way? And it will just frustrate me to the end. And I, and because I can't remember of an, an example short of that, this is probably the best example of it. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of laziness that my mind embodies. Is if I have to keep if I have to keep thinking like I always have to like I know the alt code for. Uh, the the trademark symbol is uh, 0153, alt 0153. And I know registered, I think, is 0169. Nice. But I always Google and copy it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just, what I do is I just go look for the alt code because yeah. I have more trouble trying to select a, a, a little printed thing with a, with a trackball. The, oh, trackball is out, a pain right? in the ass to do that, so, definitely. Well, I have, to, I have one, of, I call it a tardball. It's a Kensington. And it literally is a tardball because it has four giant buttons that surround the trackball <laughs> and the scroll ring. And so you could literally have a palsied hand and just sort of hammer at these buttons and, and <laughs> hit them Beautiful. and and move everything around. But it is a tardball. But, um, God, I've had this thing for like, 
Oh, God, since 2007? It's probably full of bacteria. It's a terrible thing. Hmm. I love it, though. It's bad for drawing. It's good for chucking my mouse across, like, 70 inches of screen space. Perfect. Yeah. Do you, uh, have you met any of the fellow uh, No Agenda Canadians? Do you go, like, to meetups or anything? Robin of the Whack is the only one okay. that I've met in person. We went to a, 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 a sad meetup. Me and Jenny, uh, partisan day slut is not me to anybody who may suspect it. It's my friend Jenny. Um, okay. Mr. Man asks, no, we're not an item. She's got her own guy, Harry, uh, just so anybody wonders. But she is like, uh, we like to have beers and we like to listen to the show. And nice. she is the only person that my cats actually like. I have five cats. I uh, actually was wondering when you can ask me about my cats, I cat post enough. Oh, we don't talk I, about cats on the show. You don't? No, never. You're, you're, you're anti-cat? <laughs> no, we can talk about cats. We got, we I have, have five cats. Five all is of them a lot. Came, all of them came from this building. The two tabbies that I have, Ted and Henry, mm-hmm. um, they came from the other end of the hall. This this girl who used to work at the beer store down the street, she would go to her boyfriend's for like four or five days. And so she'd just leave this cat at home, and uh, the cat would get out and, and got pregnant. Oh, shit. And, and got these cats. And so she continued to do this as these kittens are growing up. She would go away for four or five days. I don't even know if she was feeding them or not. But the whole lobby of the place smelled like a litter box. It was so bad. Oh, Jesus. So she said, hey, do you want to take some cats? And I was like, sure, fine. Because <laughs> I could take care of cats. You can't. I could take care of cats. She like so the, I got uh, him in here. Simpsons cat lady. <laughs> And then the other three, I have two males. They're of t- these two are brothers. The uh, the two black males are brothers. And then this little tiny little sixteen year old female, Katie. She's sixteen, and she's you know she keeps exceeding expectations. But they came from Shirley, the lady that I was taking care of next door here. And Shirley has since passed on, so she asked me to take her cat. So then now I have five cats in a place I'm not allowed to have any cats. Based. So if they have to come and do an inspection, I have to like herd five cats into the bedroom <laughs> nice. and close the door and hide the litter boxes. I have three litter boxes and two cat fountains. We had uh, some experience in... Having pets in a no pets allowed place. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I'm I'm at this point certain the landlord knows that I have them, but because I can take care of them, it's not a problem, and they don't really care. Nice. And I actually took care of this building's problem because the other thing is Shirley was bedridden and she couldn't take care of her cat. So until she started to ask me to come over and take care of them, her place just smelled like a litter box too. Oh Jesus, cat yeah. pee is some of the worst type of pee. It is pungent. It is pungent. There's an enzyme you can get to get rid of it. You put it in alcohol, and then it goes on the stain and it saturates it, and the alcohol evaporates out, and the enzyme deodorizes it. There's a prepared version of it called Nature's Miracle, it's called. Okay. Yeah, and it's just an alcohol solution. And so if you get it on fabric, you use a black light to find your cat pee, and then it'll glow, and then you just saturate that spot with with it. And because it's not water and it's all alcohol, all that alcohol evaporates out, and it just leaves the enzyme there to deodorize it. And it works. But if you, the trick is to not let your cats, you know, be so neglected that you have to do that. Yes, absolutely. Oh, the, it, you know, prevention is worth, now it's a prevention with a cat is worth everything. No doubt. 
these ca- these all- Canadians. So uh, I want to get back what? to Canada. Oh, Canada. Well, Canada. Because- like, first off, fuck Justin Trudeau. Am I right? That guy is a psychopath. No shit. Definitely. Like, is he still get- like not letting us uh, go up there? <sighs> How's that working he- now? Well, you know what? Because I'm such a low earner and I'm so ambition free and I sort of eschew success and always have. Sure. I things about travel are anathema because um because it's just it's hmm, I, yeah, I, I I was just going to go off on a tangent that I've decided not to. Uh, because <laughs> it's it's just something I will never I I will never think that that's something I want to spend money on. Like I like things. And I like beer and I like weed and I like food. Like those are my, that's what I, those are the things that I'm into is like maybe the odd gadget. So travel, I don't know what the the deal was at the border. Um, The border's kind of. Um, there's just, I feel like there's so many Canadians up there. I in think this, the truckers in this com- can cross. In this community that I want to meet, like obviously uh, Servo and Carolyn Blaney and Cold Acid. There's the Grimerica boys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, obviously Icy Grills. Yeah, I see. Um, Billington YVR. I should shout him out. Billington shout out. Where is America from? America. I'm not sure. The guy you with know, the K? does not equal. It does not equal symbol. Yeah, for his I'm display not sure. name. I'm not yeah, sure. America with a K. He's uh, he's likely the the most. Um, erudite writer on all of NAS, I think. If you go to his website, he's got all his ideas written down, and they're not crazy. They're just plain for you to read. But yeah, I have a lot of respect for that guy. He's got a smart brain. Yeah. He gets a lot of heat. He gets a lot of heat from people for his thoughts, but, you know, they're necessary. Mm -hmm. They are. I think most times that I uh, am talking with America, it's when... uh, Everyone's dogpiling on Magos. Who's Magos? Exactly. Thank you. That's the only correct <laughs> response. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a problem too. It's like when you start uh, listing all the shows or all the Canadians or all of the X, then you forget. And then you. I like cold acid. Shit. Cold acid. I like. I, he's like you get We've a had feel him on the show. for people. I well, I yeah, mentioned. but you get a feel for for people over time, right? Sure. I, I I benefit from a lot of simply just having my picture on my profile. I think that people are just totally put at ease when they know who they're dealing with. And, yeah. And I've had enough pictures that people can go, okay, yeah, that is actually him. So I, I do think if you want engagement, I see people on here going, am I a shadow band? I saw that somebody on there today. I, I don't know how new they were. <laughs> am I a shadow band on here? Yes. No, you're not shadow band. I saw your post. Shadow band but is fucked. But if, I don't know. I don't know what you're so worried about getting doxxed over. I don't know what people are so worried about getting doxxed over, yeah. especially on here. Maybe on the rest of Fetty, but like, I'm not going to put my employer's name on here. Sure. But, yeah. Yeah. And I might not speak my name aloud, but put your picture on there, or at least a drawing of what you might actually look like. You'd be surprised yeah. how people respond to it. I, you know what? I, I didn't really do anything magical. Uh, I just posted a lot. And yeah. I'm 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 a funny guy. I can be a funny guy. I haven't been funny lately, but I, I'm a funny guy. Yeah. But it's only What's, because of my picture. I'm sure of it. Just the funny picture. It's no, like just, uh, very just artsy. A happy I picture. like it. Is it like uh, is it like a painting or uh, it is, is it yeah. digital? I, yeah, it's a digital painting. Okay, it's fantastic, yeah. man. It looks great. Well, that's actually me. 
I, I at least I, I can't use the old picture that I had when I started because it, even though it was only like four years ago, I don't look like that young anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel I, like I see people on Twitter and it's like that picture is tw- 10 years old. Oh, Get yeah. a new picture. Right. But they can't. They're, you know, I'll never change mine. I'll be honest. Yeah. I've yeah. had the, the one is I use on NAS as the one that I had on Twitter. Yeah. Are you wearing uh, clothes? Are you wearing clothes right now? No, and also no. No, and um, also no. Well, I get pajama pants on. I shouldn't lie, but um, that's that's how I typically roll in the winter. You know, like walk up and down. I, like, I never get out of pajamas. I like have one pair of pants and like five pairs of shorts. I have my three Stooges pajama pants on right now. I got too fat for all my other pants. I'm not super fat either. It's just that. They were for somebody with a 32 waist. <laughs> oh, I don't have a yeah. 32 waist anymore. Fantastic. No, that's me. And um, I don't know. It's just like been my avatar picture for so long that it just is stuck. And there's just like no reason I'll ever change it. How about the display name changing? Like I get it's a gag and everything, but if you gave people a status, then like that's what I recognize people as by the... I yeah, have bad eyes. I, just, I have really bad eyes. I keep so the, the same picture. Thing. I can't really see. I can't really see people's picture. When people, cha- I, yeah, change the name or change the even the Avi, like it depends. You know, it depends. Sometimes the change is all right, and I can handle it. But most of the time, yeah, it's just like keep the shit the same, so I know who you are. Well, yeah, I mean, it's there. I, 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 it's a bit like when I see the kids talking about my pronoun today is, you know, so Mister <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, That's yeah. just a pronoun at this point, yeah. Mister Man. He's he's a serial changer. Sometimes, sometimes I like to kid myself and to, that I can make him change it to something. And he has a couple times, but wasn't he, he a super duper gay boy the other day or something? I, I don't know what that remember. was. I can't remember he what was that was all about. Kevin Picnic it. at one point, <laughs> Kevin which was his 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 uh, straddling of my suggestion of Kevin Mitnick, which I just thought would like get the bends all lathered up. Kevin Mitnick. Oh, it's easy to get them going, though. Yeah, I know. And uh, you know what? Here's something. Here's a question you can ask any other Bens. How come the Bens aren't saving us from this techno tyranny? They just seem to be sort of participating in it. Because <laughs> mm, everyone needs a paycheck. I know. And there's also I, not really like... It, but it's the know. same question you asked you the doctor about yourself. why you're vaccinating babies you know they don't need a thing for. Right. Like, why, like it's that same thing. Why are you doing that job still then mm-hmm. if you know that's wrong, right? Yeah. At least get on the outside so you're not beholden to the system. I don't know. You know, go touch grass and tell us a story about what you learned. Because I'll tell you why. When I had to, uh, like, I, I, I got doored on my bike in 2007. So I got into school and a disability grant. But part of that was I had to go and do, like, job market research, right? And I had mm-hmm. to go and talk to interview people and da-da-da. So I talked to this, uh, this guy that I went to work, uh, that I went, that I used to DJ with in the, in the city. He's a few years younger than me, Sean. And anyhow, he was working for, I think, Bell at the time. And he stopped this freaking interview in the middle of it. And he's like, dude, you know what the admins do? They're like taking whole ranges of IPs and they're just like making them private. And then like, they're just selling those out to people. And we don't know why we're told not to ask questions about them. That was back in like... 2009 or 10 and so yeah so that's one of the things like that's a really that really opened my eyes like oh my god like you can do you can manipulate ip ranges and then use them 
for completely undetected or undetectable purposes because people just don't know that or the switches might not even switch to them without some sort of protocol hmm. right and, or whatever i don't know what it was but he was really concerned about it he was like watch out like that's what that was one of my things i didn't include <laughs> it in my in my little essay about what i learned from him but yeah networking but an, is my biggest blind spot i would say it's probably why my note is all fucked up because i just don't like i don't know enough about networking well, I, you know what I ha- when I whenever I get more than one host on my network here, I hate the file sharing of Windows and shit like that because oh, there's yeah. like six or eight stupid little things you have to go in and go and do. Otherwise, you just can't see the other computer, yeah, right? And you, you got firewalls the- and you got yeah all kinds of like, shit. Yeah, and there's all sorts of things you have to learn. Like you can't share a drive. Like I want to just share a drive, and it won't let me share a drive. I have to go in and share folders in Ugh. that are on the drive, right? right? Like directories, but it won't let you share a drive. Not not the way I want it to, anyhow. And it's not like I'm some security wonk or anything like that. I just wanted in my, in the earliest iterations of my network, so it's like I was basically like, let anybody into this thing, so I can try and get access. Let anybody into it. I just want to send my neighbor some porno. Exactly. <laughs> but no. Oh no. But yeah, like I'm not great at it either. I just sort of get it working and sort of keep it to keep it going. Yeah, that's that's what I do, man. That's all I do. Like things I've learned, like this other stupid tower that I have that I can't use anymore for work, so I just use it as sort of like a server. Um, it's it, it doesn't even have to be signed into Windows. I can still read the files that I've shared off it, or the folders I've shared off it. I don't have to sign into Windows on it, which I don't think anybody would care about, except for I used to have to like... I only have this one trackball, and I used to have to either keyboard navigate around the stupid computer on a second monitor um, and then try and do all the things that I had to do, which is harder to do than you'd think, um, using tabs and alt tabs and and stuff like that, enter and F4s and, oh, my God. Shit, I think it was like 1998 was like the last time I touched a trackball. Oh, my God. Honestly, I I do it because I don't like to have to, uh, I don't like to have to use a lot of arm motion when I'm navigating. And that's all mousing is, is lift and lift and lift and lift and lift. Sure, yeah. I, I, I hit this door on this guy's car at about 45 clicks. He opened his door. <laughs> he hit it all on the right side of my body, Fuck. which is my dominant side. And uh, I had neck surgery over it. It was Ouch. funny. It was funny because it was 10 years before I ever got on a bike again. Damn it. And I'm, I remember I was, I, I, my, my wife had divorced me since then and everything like that. It was, it was, uh, and I had a new girlfriend. And so I went and bought this stupid bike at this church sale. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go ride a bike for the first time in 10 years, right? And it was a real moment of triumph for me. And I went out and two hours later, I had broken my ankle. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> And I remember oh, getting myself fuck. home from the forest. I was in the middle of the forest. And I remember like riding my myself out with one leg God damn over it. this single track. It was all wet and muddy. And there was, like, there was some stuff where I only had like four inches to get my wheels through. Somehow I did it. And I got myself home. And I got home and my girlfriend was so fucking mad at me. She's like, what the fuck did you do to yourself? <laughs> that sucks so bad. She was so mad at me. We were sitting in, in Canadian ER. Uh, waiting to be seen because they hadn't even seen me yet, and she's just bitching me out for like three hours. I heard it's uh, it's free eventually. Is that how it works up there? How does that work up there? Well, I'll tell you this much: with something like that, they could conceivably just 
wrap you up and send you home and say, well, call you when the surgery is. I got lucky because I was in surgery that night by midnight. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I had surgery on my neck that they let me languish for a year and a half before my neck surgeon, my neurosurgeon could find a spot for me. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the, that's, what, what did Adam have done? An implant? Some kind of tooth thing. Yeah. That's, that's what I heard anyway. I don't know. Maybe so I don't I know. I don't know I don't exactly know. the details. Like I said, I've been so fucking out of the loop lately. That, if uh, I don't have to go in, I'm not going under for anything. And don't come near me with any needles. Like, that's where I am now with the medical system. Like I don't I trust those it. motherfuckers either, honestly. Um, oh. What I like, what I, I shouldn't say like, because like is not the correct word. But uh, what I think that they're good for mostly is like physical repair and so i will go to a hospital for physical repair like i broke my ankle uh, as well so that shit sucks i still have a plate that hurts like fuck um every once in a while in my ankle and it it's like seven screws in a plate you know to hold it together Oh, Which, you got the you got the deluxe version. I just have a screw going through from one side to the other. Oh, it's horrible. It feels like somebody's putting a screwdriver in and just cranking it every once in a while. Do you have the option to have that hardware after it's healed up to be taken out? Uh, I would have to go in and pay, I would have to go in and pay for it. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they offered me that, but no way am I ever going to go back in and have that done. It is annoying. Like I have what is literally a, like a round screw head coming mm. out the outside of my ankle. Yep. And so that is like I don't know what it is. It's just this really localized nerve pain that if yeah. you were to like like push with on or pinch yourself. Oh, if, if you like bump it on something, it fucking yeah. kills. Yeah. It's like um. It's like a long plate in my case, and the like. If you look at the uh, X-rays, it kind of looks like a toothbrush because of the screws yeah. coming out of it, and then the metal handle kind of thing. Yeah. But god damn it, if you bump it on something, it fucking kills. I really, if I uh, if I had all the money and time in the world, I would absolutely get it out because it bugs me often enough. But well, I'm just, I just I'm just happy I don't have spend. I'm just happy I don't have problems when I walk. That was my biggest concern is that I would never walk again properly, but it's I don't even notice it's there. It's when I lie on that side or if I want to lay my leg on that side. Yeah, or if you have your like I can't. If you I have, have your ankle eat. on your leg kind of cross-legged yeah. for too long. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. then you stand up and you're like, "Oh, fuck." Uh, yeah. The the I, I you know, my biggest problem is all the arthritis that I got from all my accidents. Like mm. mountain biking, don't let your kids mountain bike. It's terrible. Don't let them be BMX bikers. Don't let them skateboard. Like seriously. I skateboarded, uh broke my collarbone twice. Oh, yeah, see, they're like both Cuz the first time you you you're like, "Oh, you can't just quit just cuz of one setback." And then I broke yeah. my the same collarbone like Two months later, and, and I was you can't like, move anything while that's healing. I was you like, can't move anything without that hurting. Oh no, you got to sleep in a chair for like the first three nights. Oh, my mom, my mom told us all about don't break your collarbone, and it never fucking heals correctly. There's just no way. There's no way to set it correctly and keep you in a like. They give uh-huh. you this weird figure eight thing that like jacks your shoulders backwards, but it doesn't yeah. do anything. Like it doesn't hold the bone in place. No, so you're just pretty much fucked. And yeah, it's I would, such a weak ass bone too. It's like who designed this shit? Like, okay, I'm gonna land on my shoulder. Uh, it snaps like a pencil. I actually have a remarkably strong bone, and the reason I know this is that I never had a cavity until I was like 19, 
And so when I did have a cavity, I never really noticed that I had a cavity. I don't know, maybe my nerves are dumb, but I never had pain from this tooth. And it was like at a certain point after 10 years of being 20, um, it was like, there's only like the outer edge, the outer face of the tooth left to the, towards my cheek. The rest of it was all rotted away down to the gum line. So I had gotten married and my, my wife's, uh, my, my, my mother-in-law, she was a dental assistant. And so she had me in and they had to knock me out. But anyhow, that poor dentist apparently was just cursing up a storm because it took him like four hours to get this one tooth out. And he ended up having to cut a big V-notch out of my cheekbone yeah. just to get the root out because it was not coming out for shit. And you know where that's from? It's from my parents making us have milk with every meal and never allowing us to have uh, Coca-Cola or, or any sort of soda or anything like that. Nice. No, seriously, if you want, if you want, <laughs> if you want your kids to have similar experiences, <laughs> give them milk. Oh yeah, they couldn't get they my love milk. They couldn't get my teeth out for shit either. How many kids do you have? This was number four. Four. Yep. That's a lot of kids. That's what they say. Yeah. They say. I got a I got a seventeen year old. Well, she'll be seventeen year old on the first. She was the the New Year's baby for town here. And then I have from a long incarnation ago. I have like a thirty three year old daughter. Oh snap! Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah, I know. Really, right? But yeah. I'm I'm not well suited to family. My dad didn't find out I existed until I was three or so. Oh damn! No, that's the you want an origin story? That's that's crazy. My dad was studying to be a social worker. Oh, okay. And he got my mother as a caseload. Oh god! And, then, and and he stooped her and got in trouble for it and kicked out of the program. Holy moly! And got her pregnant with my older brother. And in so doing, he got all of her her school records or everything like that. And she came from a family of like alcoholics on like both sides of the family, f- like five generations back. Anyhow, when he when her dad found out that she was pregnant with my older brother, he tried the old chuck her down a flight of stairs trick. Oh shit! And she broke both her arms, um, trying and uh, ensuring that he didn't get injured. And the it's notable he was born on her own birthday. Oh, like talk about babies ruining things. Like I want to come on a podcast and like this baby, and then like my brother is like, "Hey, mom, guess what? It's not your birthday anymore. It's my birthday now." <laughs> Stolen so babies birthday. are they're famous for it. Wow. So so anyhow, it's like I have a really terrible origin story, um, but I do know that my mother was exceedingly smart. She had a one seventy IQ. So I try and sort of, uh, I try and honor her by not, not using my brain. As I, as I understand it, <laughs> as I understand it, IQ isn't an, a measure of intelligence. What IQ is a measure is, is the, uh, a measure of the capacity of yourself to learn. Mm. And so I do believe that that is the sort of thing that makes someone seem smart is that you keep trying to learn things. It's a lot. Uh, it's a, heavily based on pattern recognition right like 
Well, for or problem solving is what it is. Just more and, and more it, complex it's, patterns. It's the abstract an abstraction of problem solving. It is pattern recognition, definitely. Um, a lot of um, early warning, <laughs> uh, hunter gathering uh, stuff like that is lots of pattern recognition. Um, you would probably not look at somebody a hunter and say, "Oh, that guy's the smartest guy in the world," but chances are, <laughs> he's a lot smarter than you think because of all the the patterns and the variables and the 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 tabling and all that stuff that you'd have to do to to get good at something like that. I don't know I don't know how smart I am. I just know that I can always learn more every day. That and I don't want to sound like a YouTuber saying that because <laughs> I sort of sound like a YouTuber saying that, but it's really all I have, right? I don't have a lot of family and I and I don't have uh I don't have a lot of friends, like I said, at home most of the time. Like Jenny comes over, my friend Melissa. I'll give a shout out to Melissa. She comes over from time to time, um, but for the most part, it's just me and you. You, you jokers on NAS. That's what it is mostly. I don't even go on Facebook or anything. My real I love, friends. I love NAS. I would like to give a big shout out to NAS just because, you know, it, it's hard to feel bad. It's hard to feel sorry for yourself uh, when you're on there. Um, because there's all these people being smart on there, and I love it. it it's a pretty cool think. community, no doubt about that. Yeah, it's and like, I said, uh, I said something uh, a while ago about how people say I'm funny, and I'm not really that funny. The only th way that I'm funny is if people are there to get the joke, and it's the highest concentration of people who get the joke is on that place. There, I've never seen it any like that anywhere else. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, because it's get like. The joke. I, I remember before I del finally deleted my fucking Facebook, it's like, you'd be out there joking around and people get all fucking ass hurt about it. Oh, you'll get reported and you won't even know who did it. Somebody will report your post it's or like, your comment. You know that I'm like absolutely never fucking serious any time on here ever because it's a goddamn internet, correct? Like... Well, uh, well, the, well we, have, we, we all have our pet things. Like, nobody ever ever wants to let that that pedo shit slide man like sure. nobody wants to let that slide so i get right serious about that um it seems like you're not really doing it any any service by joking about it too much right like right yeah you like, can't be like right? ironically edgy about mm, that kind yeah, of shit. yeah otherwise it's just commoditized shittery right Espe especially with how much is like actually bubbling under the surface you know like yeah and that guy from the that luggage stealer guy, like what the? Uh, how demoralizing is that? I, I will say, I don't know. And, if I I know what and you're you should do. You sh What's the luggage the, stealer guy? The the nuclear waste guy for the Department of Energy. That guy, the bald guy with the mustache. Have you not heard about this guy, Sam Brinton? No, the guy wears He's, dresses. Yes, and he stole up some $2,000 piece of luggage from the Minneapolis airport, and now he's got a felony arrest warrant in Texas for doing the same thing, and apparently that's what he does. He goes and steals women's luggage from carousels at airports. Wow. That guy he's needs a hobby. Been suspend he's suspended, right? But that guy is like, come on. Somebody posted on, I can't remember, I should. I wish I'd made a note. Somebody posted this, this thread reader thread, and it was basically two paragraphs over and over again with a bunch of articles about the guy. But basically he was talking about how that is such a huge red flag for like, like serial murderers and stuff like that is stealing women, stuff from women, especially intimates from women. That's really creepy, like a Buffalo Bill kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's so like how 
There's How some does, weird motherfuckers in the Biden administration. Like, he's right been now. suspended. He's been suspended. But how demoralizing is that? How demoralizing? Like, I am currently have, like, having to dig myself out of the... Uh, like, it's, it's not a depression. It's just sort of like a flat line that happened after the last American election. And it's just like, fuck, you know, like... They're just going to steal it. And nobody, like, the old, they're, they're pushing it right up to the point where I say, well, if you want to come have it, come steal it at gunpoint then. Come do it with your, with your little, like, militia armies then. Like, that's what they're telling everybody. That's the program. And we're going to just get fed to Klaus Schwab and Soros and all the industrialists that have signed on to ESG, DEI bullshit. And it's, it, I don't know what else to say about it. I don't mean to, because we got to be getting close to the end here. <laughs> I don't we're mean to leave you on. on yeah, uh, I don't. I don't mean to depress everybody, but yeah, that's where we are, and I don't know how we get out of it. Like just talking about it anymore isn't going to really help. I don't think. I think, and that's my fear is that that's all they're going to leave us. You know, I, we've been working kind of on just a, a broader scale on pulling out of these larger centralized systems and relying less on them, and I think. Things like working from home, things like uh, homeschooling, things like birthing at home, just doing like as much as you possibly can on your own and uh, independently is a big piece of the puzzle. And yeah, like overarchingly, like how are we going to actually finally solve this shit? I don't know. Like this is kind of like hopefully something our kids can figure out if we if we bring up the next generation correctly, but it's going to have to be off the grid and out of the system type shit. And then we get in, you know, we always get into like the, the purest, the purity tests and you can never like get fully off the grid or fully out of the system. Like in a certain sense you're born, right? And so you're on the earth. And so it's going to be tough, you know, <laughs> cause you're still walking around this fucked up place. But, um, to seek well, I- out like the, the fellow travelers and, and, um, the others, that are that are like mine and that are um on the same journey or on the same mission or on a similar uh sort of vision for the future that's sort of that's the goal that we're all aspiring to i think that's the step closer to how do you defeat the 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 architecture of technology i mean every day that goes by those jerks bought more they bought more things they bought more things that you and i can ever afford and if we're going to exist, we're going to either have to do it on some sort of stupid ad hoc mesh network sort of thing. But I don't know how you do it without breaking everything. You kind of have to break everything. How, how do you? How are you ever going to win an election if the media are just going to say the guy that you don't want won? Uh, how, and, and that's all it takes. Now. I think elections are fucked. I mean, I think the political situation is totally fucked. I think. Yeah, but they're just going to keep saying, okay, now you're going to have to vaccinate your baby there. Yeah, you have to vaccinate well, Samuel before, or he's, or, and if you don't show us this, like, you better, like, I know, you know, like, I, they have, are so emboldened. There's absolutely nothing holding, like, for Joe Biden, of all people, to stand there with, like, 10% of his, 10% of his brain still working and to just to declare all these things is just so demoralizing. It's pretty wild. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, they ain't stabbed me. They ain't tested me. And, uh, you know, God have mercy if they fucking come try, but they will have to come and hold me down to try, and uh, we'll see what happens at that point. I mean, oh, do you scenario uh, that stuff in your head? 
Do you ever find yourself going, oh, wait, I'm daydreaming about that happening? You know, like the, at the very beginning of the thing, I used to, but I just yeah. find it's not productive, you know? Like, it's one of those things where I had, like, I obviously did think about it when all this first rolled out, but nowadays it's kind of like uh, a bridge I'll cross if I ever have to, you know? Like, and God willing, I don't, but like, I just, uh, so far, I've just refused to engage in anything that's going to put up that wall. Like, the f- it, if the hoop is get a stab or get a test, then I'm not jumping through it. Like you can you fucking catch me somewhere else. You know, I'm fully the floor is healthcare right now. Like that's what I am totally about. Right. <laughs> like floor I'm is not healthcare. touching the floor. Yeah, man. no doubt. Well, and that's why, you know, we have our babies in our bedroom and, uh, you know, yeah. we, we, we don't walk into those fucking hospital door traps because as soon as they get you in there and sign the paper, then they fucking, Hand you a goddamn piece of paper with a rubber band to put over your face, and the, the you know it's it's just all this other compromise just to go in the door What's and the, Duke? forget about like the actual care and then the drugs they're going to give you on the back end. And well, Duke won't even give that fourteen year old girl a kidney until she gets vaccinated for it's, it's uh, for COVID that she's outrageous. already had. And then the mother and the lawyers went back and they said, no, but she's got natural immunity. And then the doctor from Duke came back and said, no, 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 but there's this new strain, Omicron. Like, this is the guy ultimately would have been maybe working on her daughter. Um, geez, that's the, your understanding of virology there? Like, like who cares? Who I just, cares that Omicron happened? I think I have whole... not been sick. I have not been sick since, and I got very, very, what I think was very early COVID. Early 2019, like January, February, me, all, me and all my friends were smoking pot, and we were all just dying when we were smoking because our lungs were burning, and it went on for five months, and we, it was just like the most protracted bronchitis you ever had in your life. Shit. No no sense of taste, no, no, it's, no desire to eat anything. It was just pleasureless. It went on for five, six months. I have not been sick once since. Now, keep in mind, I don't go out as much as everybody else, but I bite my nails, and I'm not a, an obsessive hand washer, and I have live in the absolute core of my town's homeless population, and right across the street from a 7-Eleven, and That'll I'm telling it. you, I should have been sick. The other thing that I, I always urge everybody to remember is that if you remember in your community, uh, unless maybe they did, in ours it didn't, the bottle depots never closed. Like the most disgusting thing that you could have found anywhere in the world. Sure. And you can all just bring in and sort of, it's all dripping and wet and slobby. And yeah. It, oh, yeah. I don't understand how you know that what else never, never closed? closed. Yeah. The swinger uh, clubs never closed. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other things that are like pretty big hypocrisy stuff. I mean, obviously grocery store stuff. Like there's just literally everybody <sighs> there. I hated wearing the mask. I, I, I'm, I don't know how vigorously I'll fight it, but I really feel like I'm going to make a stink and save on the store I go to if, yeah. they, if, they, if they try and make us do it provincially. But you got to understand, like, our provincial health minister, uh, Bonnie Henry, she's ex-military. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Yikes. I don't, I don't even think she's a medical doctor, per se. I think she might have been some other kind of doctor. But yeah, she's a she's a Dr. Bonnie Henry. She's really Dr. creepy. Dr. Rulebook. She sounds like the typical Canadian, if you'd like to uh, follow along in your booklet. 
Oh, God. I can't believe she's our medical. And, then, and when I thought about it, early in the day of this thing, keep in mind, we're on the west coast of Canada here. Sure. Uh, we pro- I think we have... I think we have this the largest Chinese population in Richmond, um, which is where the airport is and everything like that. Um, but th- I, I I remember thinking this is this is the woman that's going to really stand up to G and say show us where the virus came from. No, this is not the woman who was going to do it. She was going to tell us about how to keep your old f- family safe. Oh yeah, yeah, and we'll get through this together and uh, just uh, uh, stay apart to stay together. Two meters, uh, right? She's like up talking Canadian woman. Oh Jesus! And you know what? You can go out and find any clip of Bonnie Henry, and she's uh, she's gold for if you want clips for dumb sounding Canadians. <laughs> if you ever need a dumb sounding because she's perfect. <laughs> oh, I'll have to add that to my dumb sounding Canadian box. Man. And another thing, one thing before we go, because I, I know we can't do this forever. Um, I want to apologize to Americans because my dad did to me what just about every Canadian dad did was try to inculcate us into, into a sort of a seething um, arrogance towards Americans and they would say, oh, Americans are so dumb, right? That, that was the mantra in the 80s up here with your with your dad. Americans are so much dumber than Canadians. Oh, da, da, da. and look at the state of Canada now, right? That's what sure. that will get you. So um, I would just hasten to say never say another country is stupid because it'll probably be proven wrong. <laughs> That's what happened to Canadians. Canadians are, are terribly arrogant about about being Canadian in many regards. Canadians see we see you as just like nice that's like the number one thing the thing we should be proudest of is hockey hockey is like literally the dirtiest meanest game in North America it is knocking teeth out and fucking yeah and you teach your kid at like six to like not take anybody's bullshit anymore so yeah like that's what we should and you see them gain up hockey so bad like you know everything's like oh we're anti-racist hockey now and sure oh we're trans oh what about let's wait for the first trans it's always going to be like a trans woman it's never going to be a trans man you're never going to see a trans man in the league or if you do there's going to be some horrible precedent set when they get creamed because let's face it you shouldn't have women playing men's hockey that should not be the case yeah, no matter how, how much how much you inject them with stuff and you know and grow a beard out i don't care yeah i i uh, swam competitively for did the, you i did that's my mom was a swimming teacher oh nice yeah, well, my yeah, stepmom. And it's like you you do that, and or you do track and field, or really any sport. How many hours a day do you swim? Oh, probably like probably like two, two and a half, three. I did an hour and a half before school and an hour and a half after school. Yeah, we, we just we only had every weekend. Uh, we only had after school because we had to drive <sighs> to the neighboring town to get to an indoor pool. We didn't have one oh. at our school itself, so. We had outdoor, that was, I was in summer club, the irony of summer club, swimming in like April in the rain. Holy crap. <laughs> that sounds Fucking fantastic. an outdoor pool. Yeah. And then winter club, they were obviously, they had the indoor pool at the base that they used to swim at. But my mom ran both of those teams. Before, hated, uh, before high school, every- I was in my local, like from when I was maybe 10 all the way up to high school. In like the local club that would just do in the summer, and we had this outdoor pool, and you'd have like the fucking blue lips in the morning when the season would start. What was start. your best event? What was your best event? I was a distance guy, so I'd do the five hundred to freestyles. Freestyle, my specialty. I didn't like freestyle. I like doing butterfly. I, I was never a butterfly, butterfly guy. guy. Oh, never... dude, I'm so good at butterfly. So even now, that's what's up. Yeah, I like no, doing not... it, but I just I fucking I gas is my ass out. 
Yeah, no, I, I just I, never I really myself, got the. I breached like a killer whale, man. <laughs> Seriously, I loved. I, I I don't like swimming. I didn't like going to any of the events. Um, I was always in the anchor and the relay too, though. That, nice. That, that, that was to swim anchor and the relay, so that was freestyle. Lorian loves my, pools. My brother was better than me. We got the coaches award one year, and all the other kids side eyed us because my mom ran the fucking team. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a self esteem building a moment for us. Oh, I bet. <sighs> Little teacher's pet action, huh? Well, you know what? I was always in trouble, man. I was the perennial bad kid. Like I played with matches, right? Sure. I, mean, I played with matches and gasoline. I love fire. Always oh, have. Dude, I, my dad was always catching me playing with matches. But I, I was smart about it. Like I played with matches in the only tiled room in, in the house. It was like tile ceiling to floor. So it was like I wasn't going to burn anything down. Yeah, I, I was fucked up always, our, always in trouble. In our kitchen, we used to have this little TV, like a little TV set. And uh, you just like, you know, eat a bowl of cereal and watch some kind of morning TV shit. And I would play with this uh, uh, film cleaner and fire. So I would just like pour just a tiny bit of film cleaner in the metal lid. Because, you know, they come in those yeah, yeah, square yeah, yeah, yeah. jars. And so you just yeah. fill the cap with a little bit of film cleaner. And then light that bitch on fire and eat your cereal and like blow it out and relight or whatever the fuck. And or then, cologne. Cologne. And then one time it was like on fire and I like knocked it over and just spilled it on the counter and it just goes <laughs> on the whole counter. And I'm like, fuck. And I picked up because we had a little fire extinguisher. So I like pull the pin and shoot the fire extinguisher. I've never seen a fire extinguisher or shot one or anything. This fucking terrible dust just goes everywhere of the fire extinguisher fire goes out immediately because duh it's film cleaner i probably could have smacked it with a towel and it would have gone out but then like the tv is all these fucked up colors because of the chemicals in the uh fire extinguisher is fucked up your tv was that an old crt tv i'm not sure it was like some like the projection tv you know the oh one of those oh jesus like one of those the only time it ever the same as like if you play with a magnet and it turns like green and purple oh we used to do that you can fix it though i i'm sure i just never was like i just like magnet over and hold it out no we used to do that all the time but it would always come back oh the only time i ever almost burned the house down was the time that i put some like smokies in a skillet on a gas stove and went to take a shit (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then my brother i hear holy fuck and i go what so i i quickly finish up i come out and my brother's out in the yard with this skillet with like 12 feet of flames coming off it oh my god that was the only time yeah but yeah i made that i i've made myself chicken strips and fries on acid before no problem that was no problem whatsoever. No problem. I, was so, I was so laser focused on my task yeah, oh, like was, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Are they Probably floating in- the color of oh, the color? Yeah, is the color right? No, dude, I made the best chicken strips and fries on ass at that time. Oh. You can see like the molecular structure of the, the chicken as it finally gets golden oh. brown. I don't know. They're good. Like, I make good honey mustard, right? So. Oh, I'm a honey Ooh. mustard whore. Uh, honey mustard mayo. And like, I remember working at this call center and they, they used to have honey mustard and then they stopped making it. So I had to sort of finagle mayo out of them and honey packets and mustard and make it there on the spot. So I got really good at it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I actually like cooking. If anybody has recipes, send me your recipes. Follow me for more great recipes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I can't believe how much I've turned into NPR voice on this. (laughs) Well, it is a good Uh, sound, man. It's uh... a, Is there any true crime we should talk about? 
True crime. True crime. That's that NPR true crime. Coming back to see 2004. Yeah. Like Barely Sociable is a good YouTube channel for true crime kind of stuff. It was a cold case in Spokane, Washington. Do you know Internet Historian from YouTube? I don't. That Australian guy with uh, the, you know, the white, the guy with the white beard, the old guy, meme guy, and he's always sitting on his computer smiling at the camera, that guy. No. He, oh, I don't know a name? lot of Harold, some, some hard luck Harold or something like that. Oh, Harold. fuck. That does actually sound familiar. He's the guy with the white hair, the old senior citizen with the beard, white beard and the white hair. And you he's know, always sitting and says, like, oh, I'm looking through my profile. Oh, and they said uh, something about Nazis. And then the bottom panel is him looks back at the camera and he goes, oh, they're all mine or something like that. Anyhow. He's, he uses that. He uses a line drawing of that that meme character. But Internet Historian is probably the best thing on all of YouTube. He just, like, the his his version of the virus, it's called. That's how he got it by YouTube censors about the virus and how everybody acted. It was just it's absolutely the best thing. I give, him a, I give him a shout out everywhere I go because Internet Historian is an actually funny man. Oh, that sounds fantastic. See, I'm, I'm so in the dark with that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm pretty, well, I'm pretty deep into YouTube, and I'm not talking about, like, what the surface stuff the kids are into. Like, when I find out about Logan Paul, I'm like, who's Logan Paul, right? Like, I didn't know who Logan Paul was before, like, two years ago. I think he's a kid with an expensive Pokemon card, from what I understand. Well, he's well, he's the guy. It was him or Jake. I don't know which one it was that made that mocking video of the suicide forest in Japan. They got them into a bunch of trouble. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember that. Right, mm-hmm. but this is the level of stuff like that's an enigma to me. Sometimes I will watch some like teardown of a beef between YouTubers and stuff like that and just marvel <laughs> at like this stuff is going on. It's like and real there's culture. millions. Mil- those guys are making like. Tens of million dollars a year on YouTube. It's crazy, Maybe more. man. Yeah, doing bullshit. Like, like Must be clickbait. fucking nice, right? Oh, shit. And talking like this to the camera, dog. Must be like, fucking nice. Must be oh. fucking nice. Like, if you whore yourself, and, the, and, the, and when you're young and you have the energy to do it, you could see setting yourself up real nice sure. for the rest of your life if you played the game right and youtube makes it way too fucking easy see that's the, always the problem though playing the game right it was just something i was never good at i remember when i was raving in the 90s and i was like 21 and i remember like this is the kind of thought you have when you're really high and you're dancing to techno i just remember going thinking like oh someday somebody's gonna see how good i'm dancing here and they're gonna discover me oh, and that never happened <laughs> Discovered right? for your dance movies. I know. Fucking wide-eyed <laughs> beam guy. It also. never happened. It never happened. But I was just 20 years ahead of my time because I bet today that could happen. Yeah. I bet somehow some weirdo on YouTube is going to go, oh, I need that guy in my posse. And that would be your entree, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's no infrastructure for it unless you're going to talk about this guy who is super good dancing in your zine. Like, that's what was going on at the time. Remember zines? Zines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Like the photocopy. You go, go photocopy stuff at Kinko's? Good stuff. That was before printers. Yeah. I don't want to monopolize your whole night here. I, I mean, I know I could talk forever. You I got are... stories. I have stories that I, that I actually was going to tell you that I, that I will save for another time. But this is really remarkable stories. <laughs> well, we will have no. to revisit and uh, get you yeah. back for sure on that. But uh, you're right. I'm looking at the clock and... We're almost at two hours, man. Like, I know that's a long show. It feels like a blink of an eye. I know. You are, and uh, I haven't heard any. I haven't heard any. Uh, any bowling pins lately. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know when the glass crash was. See, that could be my node as There's well. one that just came in, actually. Oh, but your there you node go. didn't pick it up. From NetNed, 10,000 sats saying, Ooh. boosting all honey mustard whores. Oh, there it was. There it was. <laughs> there it was. Thank you. That's that freshness. You must have had a premonition that was coming in. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Effortless, for coming out. Oh, my uh, pleasure. The partisan night slut. You got a bunch of AKAs. I always knew this, the Sizzletron originally. Icy Grills gave me partisan night slut, so he gets that. Oh, based. Yep. Um, in fact, I... Th- based and grills pilled. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Absolutely grills pilled. Well, thanks again, and thanks to all the bowlers out there listening along at home, either live or in the future. Uh, boost it up, because uh, our boy gets a third of the boost here. Third of the boost, setting up, going to effortless for the rest of all time. So, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And let us know uh, how you, how you throw them around in the future. I will, and and somebody will help me with that. I'm certain. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yes. Nas, there's dozens of dudes that will jump in and jump in and tell you how to do it. I should create tokens. Oh yeah, there you like go. Like Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. Print, I should create uh, tokens and then buy NAS. Print digital money out of thin air. That's how we do it. I'm going to buy NAS. <laughs> That's a goal. Uh, well, until NAS gets auctioned off, you know that we will always be coming at you every Tuesday night right around 9 Central US. Although, for the next two weeks, we're going down to 10 Central. Craziness. I know. So, shifting an hour later. Uh, so, we will see you again this Tuesday uh, at 10 Right around 10 Central. Until then, I'm going to remain Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. I'll always be Dame DeLorean. And I will always be Partisan Night Slut. Ow, ow! Till next time, bowlers. May your bowls burn ever brighter. He totally knew I was stumped. Don't tell him we are. Listen, we may be a little high. I mean, late. Spencer just says the fun stuff. Oh, the bowl after bowl guy? Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean. They have some of the most soothing voices I've ever heard in the podcast. I like fresh air, motherfucker. The further I got into it, the more I liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Bowlafterbowl.com. Boom, shalak lock. Are we off again? We're off again. Okay, that was great, guys. Thanks so much.